Hey guys, how you doing? Joe McCall here, REI in your car. And I am actually in my car this time, just driving back home from dropping off our motor home. And, uh, Man, we had a great, great time in Wisconsin. While it was 100 degrees in St. Louis, it was mid-80s up in Wisconsin. We went to Wisconsin Dells and uh, for a week. And we were going to go for two weeks, but it's a long story. We couldn't do it. Change of plans. Seems like <laughs> the older the kids get, the harder it is to take the longer trips. But the cool thing is my wife is getting the traveling itch again. So I've always had the travel itch, right? Like I could be gone for 12 months as long as my family was with me. But um, so it's been a little while since we've gone on a big trip. So my wife has been talking about it again. So that's cool, huh? Yay. <laughs> uh, I was just talking to my kids and they, they love traveling. They've been literally all over the world except... Well, except Asia and except South America. But, so there's so much of the world to see. And it's sad to me how so many people, like, hardly even ever go out of their city or much less their state. They're just kind of stuck here and happy with that. Yeah, you know, and I think it's a lot to do with our culture. You know, we're lucky to get two weeks vacation a year. Some people don't even get that. So, all right, I wanted to talk about, I was thinking about... What should I talk about? And I was thinking, well, what are some of the biggest mistakes investors make? And I started thinking about a lot of them. And I was sort of thinking, well, okay, what is the biggest mistake that new beginning investors make? And I think, I think it really boils down to not taking any action. It comes down to just buying, you know, there's a, there's a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a, like a, cocaine high rush <laughs> like a drug induced high when you buy a new course right and like I just I'm I have that like when I buy a new course and I'm constantly buying stuff I'm buying courses and books and like yes I get by this course I get excited about it and I start going through it and I'm excited as I'm going through it but when it starts coming time to taking action it's like oh I'm too busy I got so much to do and that it wears off, doesn't it? So I know I've been like that forever. And I think a lot of people are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Well, there is something wrong with not taking action. It's like we buy the course. We get all excited. Maybe it sits on the shelf for a little bit. We dabble in it. Read a little bit here. Read a little bit there. Watch a little video or whatever. But we never take any action on it, and it's just sitting there. It doesn't do you any good unless you take action. And I'm not talking about perfect action. I'm talking about imperfect action. And being okay with making mistakes and not getting it perfect. Because guess what? It's never going to be perfect. You're always going to need to modify it and change it. You know, I was thinking about this looking at my phone because we were without Wi-Fi for about a week. And I, my iPhone has like 58 applications to update. <laughs> One of my older sons just rolls his eyes every time he sees 
how many apps I have on my phone and how many unread emails I have. You can't understand it. You can't believe it. But um, the I just don't delete apps and I don't read emails. <laughs> so they're just all on my phone. So I, I have these huge amounts of apps that need to be updated every time I'm without Wi-Fi for a while. And, you know, even with, with the advancements of technology that we have today and how smart we are and, you know, like how many millions and millions of dollars and resources and energy and time goes into making these iPhone apps from these big, like, international companies, right? And they're still updating it all the time. Some of this software, I don't know, I'm just thinking of maybe Skype or Slack or Gmail or whatever, they're constantly being updated several times a week. So what makes you think you're going to be any different in your business as you're just getting started in real estate investing? You're going to have to update things. You know, you're going to have to, you're going to learn new things. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to figure out the mistakes you've made and you're going to fix them. You're going to update them and you, your business will never be perfect. You'll never understand this business perfectly. You'll never have all your I's dotted or your T's crossed and all your questions answered. Never. So just accept it. Take a deep breath right now. Uh, take a deep breath, and it's okay to make mistakes. Just tell yourself that. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to talk to a seller and not know what to say. <laughs> it really is okay. Like, it's okay to get a property under contract and not know what you're doing and not know if you're going to be able to buy it or not. It's okay. You have the inspection contingency, right? That's why I like partnering with other investors so much is because They've done that before, right? I was just driving through an area of town, South County, St. Louis, and it's probably 35, 45 minutes from where I live. And I know some investors in St. Louis that focus exclusively in that area, right? And I've maybe done a couple deals down there. Most of my deals have been North County or West County, you know. But I just wanted to drive through there because when I'm talking to other investors in the St. Louis area, they talk about these streets and these neighborhoods in the South County area. And I literally have no idea what they're talking about. So I'm trying to get a little more familiar with it. But here's the thing. In the past, when I've gotten a lead from down, down there, what do I do? I just call up a local wholesaler that I know does a lot of deals down there. And I say, hey, I got a property, potential lead. You want, to take a, you want to partner with me on it? You go take a look at it. Let me know if it's a good deal or not. And you know what? What do you think they say? <laughs> like, no way. I don't want a hot, motivated seller lead. Are you crazy? Why are you giving this to me? Give it to someone else. No, they're saying, yeah, sure, thanks, Joe. You're awesome. And they go get it under contract at a better price than I would have because they can get there faster than I would have, right? And they know the, the, the area better than I do. And they wholesale it, and they have better, better buyers than I do that are buying down there that pay more than my buyers will. So, well, actually, even though we're splitting the pie, it's a bigger pie, right? So my point is this. Just because I don't know South County doesn't mean I'm not going to try to do a deal in South County. I may get a property under contract. I may negotiate something over the phone, but I don't know if it's a good deal or not, but I'm going to get it under contract anyway. Damn the torpedoes. Is that the phrase? Is that how it goes? I don't know what that means, but I heard about it. I heard it on the radio the other day. Damn the torpedoes or something like that. Just do it. Just, just get it under contract. I have an inspection contingency. I can have a local wholesaler go look at it. If there's, if I overbid it or if it's in a bad area, okay, I just cancel my contract. 
or negotiate a new a lower price. So the biggest mistake beginning investors make is not taking any action. Waiting for things to be perfect, waiting to understand everything, to have it all mapped out, to have the exact blueprint of all the different what-if scenarios and like, what if this happens, what if that happens, well then I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. Or understanding all the contracts, being able to explain everything. I get it, you know, a lot of you guys are afraid of what if the seller asks me this? Or what if, you know, I'm trying to do a lease option and the seller asks me, well, how many lease options have you done in the past? You know what, it doesn't matter. If the seller is motivated, and you can only do deals with motivated sellers, it's not gonna matter. That's why it's important to have a coach, right? So you can say, hey, my business partner and I, we've been doing deals all over the country for years, done hundreds of deals, right? Or if you're partnering with local wholesalers, you can rely on their credibility to help you. So it's all about imperfect action, massive imperfect action. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's not the end of the world. Uh, just make sure you're not making really stupid mistakes. <laughs> and I get it because that, that people are afraid of making stupid mistakes. But making an offer on a property is not going to get you in trouble. So just do it. Do the marketing. Send the emails. Send the texts. Make the phone calls. Pick up the phone. Answer the phones. Talk to sellers. And just ask them questions. Keep it simple. Ask them questions like, okay, hey, thanks for calling. Tell me about your situation. Tell me about the house. What's your situation? Why do you need to sell? What would you like to see happen? How quickly do you need to sell it? All right, well, let me crunch some numbers together, and uh, I'll get back to you. That's all you have to say to sellers. That's it. I'm just asking questions. I'm not trying to build any credibility or show them my credentials or tell them how awesome I am or how much money I have or how full of integrity and ethics I am, I have or whatnot, right? There's a cop right next to me. And I'm talking into my phone. I don't know if it's illegal or not. I'm just going to slow down a little bit. <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay. Don't you just hate that when that happens, when you're on the freeway and there's a cop driving the speed limit and uh, there's tons and tons of cars all bunched up behind him and the freeway ahead of him is just pretty much empty and clear? <laughs> It's kind of what's going on here. Everybody's afraid to pass him. All right, anyway, so that's all I wanted to say. Don't be afraid to take action. It's going to be okay. What's the worst that can happen? Really? You're going to learn. That's how you learn. That is how you learn. If you talk to any successful investor who's done a lot of deals, where did they start? They started from scratch, from nothing. Didn't know anything, didn't know any better. Still too young to care, old enough to know better. How does that go? Still too young to care. I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Is that a Toby Keith song? Something like that. So um, just get out there and do it. All right? Hope that encourages you a little bit. Please get off the fence. You know, just make the decision. I'm going to do this or I'm not. Either go for it or quit. Just get out of the way. Go home. Do something else go into multi-level marketing or something like just do it get out there and do it send out some letters if you can't afford it handwrite some letters 
and, and save up some quarters and buy stamps individually, right? Just mail the letters, get send the emails to realtors, send the text messages to the landlords on Craigslist, pick up the phone and cold call five sellers a day, do some bandit signs, just get out there, make it happen, make offers. Don't spend more than one or two minutes looking at comps. Don't spend one more than one or two minutes looking at repairs and estimating repairs. Just go off of Zillow, do 70% of Zillow. That's it. Just make the offers. All right, guys. Will you do that? Get out there. Go. Make it happen. See ya.